You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, Hey, Hey, man! We are glad to have you here. As Mike mentioned to the midday guys, we had a meeting today. First and foremost, i got to tell you, Atlanta, Boy, this radio station's doing really well. On fire. I, I mean, I got to tell you, Atlanta, we are just crushing the competition. Did I say competition? So, uh, Mike, I, I got to say this, though. The overall, right, not too many questions asked. You were just talking about this with Andy and right. Randy. No, no, I mean, the only question we asked, and we're going to get our videographer. I know you guys love watching us uh, on Twitch and YouTube, and we're going to get the guys back to doing that. We're going to have that for you ASAP. But, yeah, uh, Garrett Chapman, uh, I love him. He's a great kid, but he's asking way too many questions. As you know, Carl, once once you kind of get over where we felt we were going to be out of the meeting, there should be no more questions. Yeah, no, no. There's I, always listen, that guy. I, I, we <laughs> And Garrett, but... by the way, is the most earnest, sweet. I would compare him to, like, is it Jack <laughs> McBrayer, the character from 30 Rock? Yes, That's Garrett. Call. That's Garrett. Good call. No, he's a he's a super sweet dude. I uh, but I Mike was sitting behind me today, so I couldn't make it as obvious as we've done in the past, where we kind of look down the line at each other and <laughs> we give that evil eye, like, "What is this dude doing?" But I couldn't turn around because everybody was looking my way. So either way, man, great, great to know that you guys love us, we love you, and let's continue mm. this wonderful relationship that we have, Atlanta. I will tell you something though, Mike. Last night. I'm not going to lie. I was sweating this thing out. I mean, oh. the, the, the Hawks last night. Now, they win last night, all right, guys? They they get a home win, which was great. They beat OKC, one of the best teams in the league, at 23-10 and 10 now. But it was 141-138, and the Hawks had a double-digit lead on this team. No, and that's just the thing. I mean, Jalen Johnson was a force, and I tweeted earlier, oh, only we had two more Jalen Johnsons. <laughs> you know, maybe we could clone him. But, yeah, he was a beast last night. Clearly, the number the, he's the second-best player on the team. He's, he's better than DeJounte Murray. He has more impact when he's healthy than DJ. But Trey doing his thing. But last night, because the defense, you, a 15-point lead with two minutes gets whittled away, and Oklahoma City, because their coach is really good, gets a really good look. They kick it in to the to the post, kick it out, and they have about as good a look as you're going to have for a game-tying shot last night that luckily did not fall. Yeah, Trey, 24, 11 assists. I mean, it's, it's the norm, right? 24, 28, 32, whatever it's going to be. Um, he's one of four Hawks players who scored more than 20, including Bogey, who had 23, and then DJ, uh, who had 22. But you're right, Mike. We're seeing a, a budding star in Jalen Johnson, and I hope Hawks fans recognize this. Now, you know, there are a lot of rumors out there on the street about what the Hawks may do February de- trade deadline. Mm. Um, I-, I do not believe that Jalen Johnson should be on the board as far as potential moves, okay? Right. No, it, no, no. I know. I don't, don't, whatever no you're going to do, don't trade him. Don't trade him because here's a building block. If you're going to, you're going to continue to build around Trey, here's a guy that's multifaceted that can do a bunch of things. And you said it, Mike, impact. The reason why is this because he can board, he can start the break, he plays above the rim, he can play defense. Defense on, on threes, fours, fives, 
That is why he's having impact. His versatility allows you to do all this stuff. And we kind of laugh. Remember when, when Coach was talking about it, Coach Quinn Snyder was like, yeah, we can't wait to get him back. And we're like, all right, listen, this dude doesn't do it all. Well, he kind of does. Yeah, and I, I'll put this in another category that he checks the box. Plays with energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Momentum. I mean, look, like I said, sometimes there's a dunk, which is just a dunk. It's just two points. Sometimes there's a dunk that's like, yes, with authority in your face. <laughs> and we will own you. In you know, your face. Now, if we played, uh, uh, now again, the way OKC finished, had we played them not coming off back-to-back with Celtics, we'd probably lose that game. But we didn't. And we've had enough of our share of back-to-back nights where we had to be on the wrong end of it. So, But, yeah, last night it was, it was a nail-biter. It was, and Neek's like, it's never easy. I'll tell you what, Nick, you ain't kidding. It was just out the water. Jalen down the lane. It jams. He was on last night, man. Let's hear from Quinn Snyder. Why is it so tough to finish these games, Coach? Well, I, I think when, you, when you're ahead and um, if a team gets you on your heels, um, you know, in JJ's case, there was a couple times he didn't want to foul. Um, and if that is the case with any of us, you, you, when someone's got their head down and they're going full speed in transition, you, you can't guard them one-on-one. -on -one. And we just have to you know, shift to the point where they see bodies and don't allow them um, to get through those gaps. So, now, by the way, Chris and our engineer and producer today, because, uh, again, uh, Oren is off today, so Chris is wearing two hats. Uh, but Chris just said in my ear, he goes, imagine if, like, you know, if Snyder and, um, and Coach Hart Smith got together. I just said, yeah, it'd be like a human filibuster. <laughs> you know, if you were in Congress and you needed to spend, like, two, two guys who could talk for nine hours. If, if Arthur doesn't make it as Falcons coach, he could do talk radio, because I'm telling you, he could spend literally six hours talking about, you know, frying an egg. Yeah, just just waste the time. Just waste the time away. Yeah, listen, I, uh, I hear Coach, I don't know, man. I, this has become like a trend for us at the end of these games. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Guys, follow us on social media. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put em Up, see Dukes, and the radio show is Dukes and Bell, 92.9. Follow the radio station at 92.9 The Game. Here's the deal. Trey was asked about this, and he was like, hey, we got a home win, and we beat a really good team. And Trey was like, well, I don't want to get too excited. Uh, nah, I mean, it's just one game. This is one game. You can't get too high or too low. Uh, it's not like we've strung together five, ten wins here. Uh, so we got to continue to take it one game at a time. And um, I know we got a lot of home games this month, so we got a chance to really uh, put a stamp on our home court advantage this month. And um, But not just after one game. We got to do it consistently. S-G-A, Mike. Oof. 33 points, 13 boards. Every time I watch this guy, I'm like, Man, he can go. No, we, we've talked about it. I mean, that if, if they, those guys obviously do not grow on trees, but, you know, whether it's Ant-Man or SGA or, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, we've got one with Trey. But, boy, he's exciting to watch. He's good. He's good at both ends. You know what I mean? He just bring, And we talked about energy, and he's always in it. So, and, and, he, and I just I, – I don't know what we're going to do with the trade deadline, but, I mean, I, I, if you're going to tell me that we got to give up somebody, I, I'd hate to lose Bogey because he's having a really good, like, six-man-of-the-year type season, Carl. He is. He is. But I, I guess I'd, if, you came to, if it came to a head – I'd rather see Bogey go than Jalen Johnson because I think we're not even we haven't seen the the ceiling with Jalen Johnson. No, I'm with you, man. I mean, first of all, you draft him, right? So when you draft guys and they and they have this kind of impact immediately, guys. Uh, uh, speaking of the G League, right? I'm down here at, at, the, at the Gateway Center tonight, and Kobe Bufkin's a guy we drafted. Mike, he's played right. three games in the in the G League. He's averaging 32 points, five rebounds, and mm. five assists a game. Kobe Bufkin's killing it down here. Now he's not going to see the floor with the Hawks that much because of, of course, we've got guys that are. Right are getting paid a lot of money and, and stars in front of him. But the point is, people said when Jalen was down here at the G League, like, oh, he'll be down here like three years. No, he won't. When you can play and have impact, and I'm telling you guys, 
this team didn't realize how good Jalen could be until John Collins got hurt and they brought him up and he was practicing against the big squad and he was a body and all of a sudden he's killing guys in practice. And then they were like, well, maybe we'll we'll bring him up and let him play. And now literally a year later you see what's going on. So if you can go, it doesn't take long. And my point is no way I'm coming off of Jalen at any point during the trade deadline. If you want to move anybody, Mike, and I hate to say it, but I really think it might be DeJounte Murray because of his right. salary – uh, his value. Now, we're not going to get three first-round picks, but I think that's still probably in the mix. And, and by the way, DeAndre Hunter, too. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, the thing we just said about Jalen Johnson, look, it just – I feel like I'm always at this point I'm, I'm beating up on the guy, but it's just when you're a fourth over the fourth overall pick – you got to have more impact, and it's just—he's just too inconsistent. There's nights where he looks like he can be the guy. We were all in love with that. Remember the the elimination game in Miami two two playoffs ago? Yeah. But that's not—that's the outlier. That's not him. He's just a dude. Whereas Jalen Johnson, you see this guy. He's like you know when when you stumble on that second round pick that really becomes so like green like the Golden State Warriors always seem to do. That's who Jalen Johnson is, and I, I just I don't want to lose that game. By the way, with the win, the Hawks slide into. The tenth spot, Carl, which technically is the final play-in position. <laughs> By the way, uh, ABC ran the Bulls and the Knicks last night in primetime. We would have been the better game. Yeah, I agree. It was more entertaining. Uh, it was more entertaining, and scoring's up. We, I mean, we can score with anybody, but even like the the we see the Pacers. I think tomorrow, the Pacers and, and the the Milwaukee Bucks. That was like a a two hundred and sixty point game. Which is crazy when you talk about the scores this year. We've seen the Hawks score a lot, but scoring's up. But I'm with you. We would have been the better game. Hey, man, it's Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Pat Forty's going to join us coming up. Senior writer, Sports Illustrated. We'll talk all things college football coming up here on the show in less than 10 minutes. Also, as Mike mentioned, uh, Steve Weish later in the show from NFL Network. And today, we got to mention this, and we will talk more about it, but Chris Sell, Mike, Two-year extension with the Braves, $38 million, restructured deal for the Braves. Yeah. We had Double A on the show just the other day. We're going to replay that for you for those who missed it because he talked about what it took to go get Chris Sale. Right. What do you make of this extension? I, I like I like Chris Sale if he becomes Charlie Morton 2.0. We were just yeah. talking about that off the air. But, you know, with, with the health concerns and, you know, and having the Tommy John later in his career, I, I would have rather said prove it, but – you know, it, I, he's really banking on him being Charlie Morton 2.0 and, and, and having that same kind of career arc that Charlie's had here in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, bottom line, guys, it is $16 million next year, $22 million in 25, and then a buyout if you don't think that he mm. is going to be any good in 26, you pay $18 million and you get out of the deal. So they've restructured. But this – listen, Chris Sale, he, he, he basically uh, – you know, he had a, tra- a no-trade clause. He right. waived it to come here. So right. he I mean, wasn't going to come here for no money. He wants to be here. And when he's right, you know, that's power pitching. You need that in the postseason. You don't want guys nibbling on the edge. That's why we always ask. No disrespect to Greg Maddox, Hall of Famer. I'd rather see Smoltz on the bump in a must-win game. Coming up, how do you fix college football's bowl games and who has the advantage in the national championship? Pat Forty joins us next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He put the great Holmgren on a poster, and it's 76-57. <laughs> 92.9 The Game on a Thursday. Uh, we have been talking about what's going on with college football. Mike and I have given you our attempt to answer the question that we're about to ask Pat Forty because Pat's been covering the, the college football scene for a very long time. Senior writer, Sports Illustrated. Pat, thanks for jumping on with us here back on Dukes and Bell. We were talking about how do you solve this bowl issue that Kirby Smart addressed after the Orange Bowl moving forward. We know there will be 12 teams in the playoff. 
but there still will be other bowl games. And, and Pat, the only thing I came up with was, do you have to pay these players moving forward to, to create that, that emphasis that you want? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On these bowl games, because if not, they're just not going to feel the same. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most logical solution is make it easier for the bowls to directly compensate the players to show up, uh, especially the, you know, the top line players. Um, you know, I... I'm not going to sit here and cry a river for the, you know, Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl if they've got guys <laughs> opting out and stuff right. like that. Now, it'd be nice to see the more prominent bowls between the better teams actually play out as meaningful games. But that's where I think the playoff is definitely going to help. I mean, there's going to be more players involved, more teams involved. And so you're going to at least get those 12 teams are going to show up you know, fully outfitted and ready to go. And then after that, yes, it's probably incumbent upon the Bulls with the help of obviously the NCAA rules to pave a way for them to make it worth their time and their effort and their physical uh, uh, input to, to play those games and maybe take the, uh, the injury risk that comes along with it. And that's the thing, Pat. I'm a, you know, as an FSU fan, you know, we had guys buying in, not just, you know, for the cheese it bowl, but coming back for, for the goal. And once the goal was taken away, whatever you think of the circumstances, those guys say there's no reason in playing in this game. So I can't argue with a student athlete going to the NFL over those circumstances. No, I can't either. You know, I mean, that's the thing is I, like <laughs> the, the schools and the coaches themselves have gave a pretty clear signal to the players whether bowls matter because they change jobs and leave teams before bowl games all the <laughs> right. time and they right. change staffs. And it's pretty easy to look at it. If you're a player and say, well, if you know, 20 coaches leave their teams before their bowl game, why do I have to play in the bowl game? And maybe, you know, I've got something else bigger at the end of this, like they do a different job and I'm going to prepare for that instead. So this is the system college football has made. And I don't blame the players for, adapting to it and seeing it for what it is. Pat Forty, our guest here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So what does the advantage in your mind lie right now? Is it Washington or is it Michigan? 
because I like Michigan's defense, and I just don't think Washington is going to be able to do some of the things we've seen them do to other teams to get here. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm ride or die with Washington. I, I picked this game as the championship game, and I picked Washington to win it, so I'll stick with it. Uh, but I agree, this is going to be a harder game for Washington, and Washington barely won the last game. So it's not going to be easy by any stretch. But, you know, I do think that uh, armed with the absolute best pass-catch combination in college football, that that's an awfully important thing these days. And I look at what Joe Burrow and the LSU receivers were able to do in 2019. And to a degree, Trevor Lawrence and T. Higgins and uh, Justin Bryce – or I'm sorry, Justin – Ross in uh, 2018 right. and, and Alabama in 2020. And I think, man, you can dictate terms, I think, to a degree and say, y'all got to keep up with us. If they start fast again, like they did against Michigan and like they did against Oregon, it puts a lot of pressure on Michigan to be able to score points. And maybe Michigan can, you know, ball control them and keep Penix off the field to a degree. Um, I do think Michigan poses a much – tougher running threat to the Washington defense. You know, I think that uh, Texas probably didn't run it enough, and that will not be a problem with Michigan. They will run it until you stop it. But uh, I just I, – I think the the single most potent uh, weapon in this game is Michael Penix throwing that ball downfield to his elite wide receivers. It is Pat Forty with us, guys. You recognize the voice from Sports Illustrated, senior writer here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Yeah, Washington, it's fun because, you know, you think of them as the vertical passing attack, but yet they still want to burn clock. You know, they eat almost all the 40 seconds every time. So is the under the play in this game? Could be. Could be. You know, I mean, I, it would not shock me. I don't know what the total is right now, but I could, you know, I could feel like a 28-24 kind of score uh, coming on, 27-24. Um, in Washington's favor but you know I think yeah we could have some long possessions and that's you know in the second half Washington yeah they went deep and they went vertical a lot in the first half and maybe even a couple shots early second half but they also threw a lot to the boundaries a lot of horizontal passing when uh, Texas adjusted and so you know they're not opposed to to taking their time Uh, they'll run the ball a fair amount we'll see if Dylan Johnson's healthy that's another big factor here Right. But I don't think this is going to be snap the ball with 25 on the play clock a bunch. 55 and a half points, by the way, is the over-under. So uh, a 30-28 would put you over. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Pat, Pat what about uh, the, the Harbaugh, you know, situation? I say a situation. I don't think it is. I mean, he missed, what, six games? The, the, the sign-stealing deal, now looking back, I mean, was there more made of it than needed to be? Michigan ultimately was who we thought they were, one of, if not the best teams in college football. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean, I don't think we made more than of it than it needed to be. I think it's a very clear uh, and pretty brazen and wide-reaching scheme to cheat. Um, and so from that standpoint, I think it was deserving of the attention it got. Now, did they need to do it? No, probably not. I think that's the the big takeaway. Is this team good enough to win without stealing signals? Yeah, clearly. I would say so. But that's, you know, part of college football. Nobody knows, like, how to, how to just simply say we've got enough. And so you always got to have more. You got to have more. And so you, you end up with a guy on the sidelines in disguise 
spying on a Michigan State team that went five and seven the year before. Like, it's insane. It's completely insane. And so, you know, I think there's still going to be consequences for this. But does it mean that this Michigan team isn't good? No, they're they're good. They've always, you know, they've been legitimately good all season. Pat Forty's with us, guys, here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Yeah, the uh, the teams which, you know, almost got there, Alabama, we were talking about it, Pat. You wish Georgia, as from a Georgia fan standpoint, adapted adopted the same Michigan plan, which is get after Jalen Milrow because he sure looked mortal, didn't he? He did, absolutely. And, you know, that's kind of the thing. I just, boy, Georgia fans better wake up every day and say, thank you, Keely Ringo, because <laughs> he kept them from absolutely being owned by Alabama. They, they've – They've lost plenty, but at least they haven't lost them all thanks to that that game. And I just do. I think they they do strange things when they play Alabama. And I know Georgia's M.O. has not been, you know, blitz, heat the passer up, that sort of thing. But Jalen Milrow is susceptible to that. He doesn't read defenses particularly well, and he holds the ball a long time. And that's why he got sacked a lot. That and the fact the offensive line isn't that good. So, you know, I think Michigan absolutely had a game plan that exposed the weaknesses in Milrow's game and the weaknesses in Alabama's offensive line. And, you know, if you're Georgia, you got to be sitting there feeling pretty sick on New Year's Day thinking we were absolutely good enough. We just turned in a really bad performance against Alabama at the worst time. What's your thoughts on Caleb Williams? Uh, You know, as we get to the end of the regular season in the NFL, a lot of people are paying attention and starting to talk already about the draft in the spring. Is he your number one overall pick? Is he top two, top three? I would take him number one. Um, Now, I would also have to be convinced of one important thing in the interview process or whatever, just watching him leading up to it, and that is can you get over yourself? Because (laughs) I think – I, you know, he's, he's incredibly talented and I don't think he's a bad guy by any stretch, but I think he has been commoditized as a big deal from like age 16 and probably just needs to get over himself and think I've got a lot to learn. I got to go play, be a football player and not, I'm aiming, I'm a corporate entity and I'm this and I'm that just go play football and do it and do it to the best of your incredible abilities. And it's probably just a maturation thing, and, you know, maybe you need to get away from mom and dad for a while and just go on and be on your own. That happens to a lot of kids that age. Right. That's a good point. Pat Forty's with us here. I'm not asking you to be a draft guru, but just Michael Penix, you think teams will be scared from the, the medical side of it with the knees? Because as Falcon fans, Pat, watching a guy be that accurate, we're salivating. It's amazing how he drops those passes in there. Oh, I know. And that's, I've been saying that, geez. Since the middle of last year, Washington was like, God, this guy's going to be an NFL player. He's going to be a really good NFL player. And everybody's like, eh, I don't know. And I do understand the knee issues. You know, I mean, like wanting to make sure those check out. Because clearly, you know, you just don't want to draft somebody who's going to be super fragile. But left-hander, okay, how's Tua doing? Uh, Slightly sidearm delivery, well, how many throws like that does Patrick Mahomes make? How many did Phillip Rivers make? Uh, You know, I I would be – plenty willing to go deep into my draft preparation thinking I want that guy at the high end of the draft top 10 top 15 something like that because I think he's going to be a star Pat Forty guys joining us here on Dukes and Bell senior writer for Sports Illustrated covers college football we look forward to a great game on Monday night thank you so much Pat for jumping on with us all right my pleasure guys thank you thanks
Mike, what, what do you think, man, right now? What's your what what you thinking about this game on Monday? Yeah, I mean, I I, I want to believe in Washington. Like, I'm not the biggest Harbaugh fan, but, you know, like the dude can coach. No, no one debates that. Uh, and it was funny. We're going to get into it a little bit later in the show about what his quarterback had to say about why they had to go and steal signals. It's kind of, <laughs> I don't think Michigan wanted him to say it, but it's kind of funny. But, no, I, I, I just think Michigan's going to be real physical, and I think they're going to run, run it right at Washington and try to shorten the game a little bit. McCarthy, as we said yesterday, might not throw it more than 15 times. But we, the thing is, with Penix, Penix with four throws to give you four touchdowns. That's what's yep. so amazing about the kid. No, it, it is. I, uh, and by the way, when I say Michigan is going to limit them, Washington scored on everybody. Everybody, right? And I'm right. not going to sit here and think that they're not going to score 28 or more. I just don't know if they're able to put up 40. If they're scoring 40 on Michigan, Mike, they, they win the national championship. Oh, That's how time. I feel. Big so, time. And by the way, not just Penix. As we pointed out yesterday, huge athletic receivers they've got at Washington right now. Oh, man, two pros. Hey, coming up, headlines, guys, including the Falcons, continuing to prep for the Saints. We'll hear from Arthur Smith. And a couple of guys get named to the Pro Bowl. Should have been more. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, man, it is Dukes and Bell. Carl is down at uh, College Park. He's got TV duty tonight on Peachtree TV with the Skyhawks in action. We're live, in, at least I am, inside the Kia Studios. I'm Man Turtle. And uh, we got uh, plenty to talk about, man. We're going to talk to our friend Lauren Williams a little bit later about the uh, Hawks last night. And, again, it's never easy, Carl. It's always a nail-biter. And a lot of that comes down to a lack of, well, mostly defensive intensity late in the game. But they do pull out the W, and we'll hit uh, the headlines and talk more about that. Yeah, man. I uh, and, and, you know, last night I just felt like that was a game that we would find a way to lose because we kept giving up easy baskets late to Oklahoma City. Mike, I mean, literally, like, we would go down, turn it over or not score, and it was like, whoop, and they were laying it up. And there was no time off the clock. So no. you were just like, what are we, what's going on? But they, they found a way, man. So a win's a win. As Trey said, I don't want to get too, too overly excited about it. But you got to build on it, man. We got to put we got to put five, six, seven, eight wins together. Right now, it's two in a row. I'll be at the Wizards now. The Pacers obviously coming up next, and that's uh, Tyrese Halliburton. That's a dude. I mean, like we we know how good. Those, and those guys. Thing is, they can score a lot of points and still win. You right. know, whereas we'll score a lot of points and unfortunately get the L sometimes. 
This hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Visit mancavestore.com, guys. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Coming up, we will talk about what's going on around the NFL, including Josh Allen's struggles under pressure this season. Before we get to some headlines, Mike, Jesse Bates, Lindstrom, should there have been more? I had a guy hit me up today. He said, Dukes, you know, I know the team has not done well, but I thought there would be a couple of other guys. And I'm like, who? Who else was deserving of the Pro Bowl? Listen, Jesse Bates is going to be an all-pro when it's all said and done, right? Right. But Lindstrom, this is what we paid him for. He, he was the highest-paid guard in the offseason. He comes back. He plays really well. He's a Pro Bowler. Bates, understandable. Mike, was there anybody else like Caden Ellis? I mean, who else did you expect that you thought would, would maybe make the Pro Bowl? I thought, you know, the one guy, and this is where you got to understand, when it comes to the Pro Bowl, there's a lot of politics involved or guys at least living off rep. And you gotta have to establish that rep a little bit more before you get the juice. But uh, you know, I thought Nate Landman did a, a, a nice yes. job. I thought certainly he was in the mix. Uh, he, you know, again, he was great in coverage. He's 48th in tackles, though he had 100 tackles for the season. So again, the middle linebackers. So it depends on the team. The role does differ. But I thought that he could maybe get honorable mention. But certainly no no debate with Lindstrom. No debates with uh, with Jesse Bates. Who to win. some of the games we won were because of Jesse Bates, including the pick six. Against the Saints when we beat them. Remember, guys, we only scored 17 points in that game offensively. The rest came from Jesse. That's absolutely right. Guys, uh, we'll talk more about the Falcons, and uh, we'll hear from Double A coming up next hour. Alex Anthopoulos, who stopped by Dukes and Bell earlier this week to talk about all the moves he's made. And as we mentioned, Chris Sale gets an extension as that news was released today. Two years, $38 million. It's basically a restructure. But, you know, again, you say, is he going to be worth it? And to Mike's point, all I can tell you is we haven't said anything negative about Charlie Morton, and that's what we're hoping this is going to be. Um, I don't know if it will be, but as Mike said, if that turns in, if he turns into the job that Charlie Morton has done for us, as right. you know, Double A alludes to, then we'll have no qualms about this move when it's all said and done. It's Dukes and Bell of Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Turtle behind the glass. He's our engineer and executive producer today. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL. Live well. Don't just live. Live well. Mike asked Coach Arthur Smith a very interesting question yesterday, um, and one had to do with gadget plays. And then we asked him how frustrated he is. This is how he answered that. I don't look at it as worried about my frustration level. I mean, you're in the solution business, and we've lost a couple games close. You know, here we are. Seven wins. It is what it is. I mean, that's there's a reason we are where we are. And uh, a couple things here, and some close games that while we're not already in the playoffs, and that's the reality. You still have life. I wouldn't worry about my frustration, but I understand why fans are frustrated. People are passionate. That's why people come. I, I say it all the time. Like you know what you sign up for. Right. Nobody's a victim. But, but we care. We care. We care so much about this job, and you either get it done or you don't. Yeah, Mike. I, you know. I Part of me yesterday, and we, we knew that he might not break down like this, but I was expecting him at some point to just go, I am frustrated. <laughs> yes. I don't have a quarterback. Yeah. We've lost five games. Yeah. I, like, I wanted him to just go in, but he's keeping his cool right now. Now, and again, a couple guys hit us up, you know, because there's things, you know, if we, if he, look, if he keeps his job, then we can do the fet, you know, we always, we call it the exit interview. We always do the end of the season interview, and then we can cover, hey, why didn't you give your quarterback, Desmond Ritter, all the reps in preseason? To give him to work him up, you know, to to face adversity, to face some of the situations where maybe he would have been more suited for in the regular season. But this one was more about you know preparing for the Saints. I asked him, can can you find a quarterback that you can work with and win with, you know, for next year? And he said, We're not look, playing I, fantasy football. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, but he can't answer that either because he's still got another week to go before you know. Without disrespecting his two quarterbacks, even though they're not very good. 
By the way, does it matter who starts? Okay, yes, it does, right? It does matter who starts Sunday, right? It does. Well, Heineke. Come on now. Heineke actually was better with his feet than his arm. You know, Ritter, I would have loved. I mean, I, actually, I don't want to know what that gadget play would have been where Bijan was uh, in <laughs> shotgun, misses the snap, and then I presume that he would have pitched it to Ritter or there would have been an end around. And who knows what that would have been. But uh, but but that gets back to the, the big question, the big picture. Why would you develop a gadget play with your quarterback that you've benched twice to be in a position to potentially throwing the football on the road, in the snow? You know, just trying to find creative ways to get angles. <laughs> Come on, man! Stop, turtle. But that's but that's where we're at, you know. And so, look, I know the, the I, I would think just from my best guesstimation, our audience was 50-50. Social media is running a little bit hotter as it often does, probably sixty forty against yeah. Arthur Smith coming back. But uh, I don't know. Is, is Arthur Blank completely ticked off over the Carolina loss, buoyed? And then we found how about the thing we found out yesterday, which nobody even knew about, that Arthur spoke to the troops. Calais Campbell does an interview where he says. Arthur Blank came and told the guys to play loose before the freaking game against the Colts. Yeah. Which I, I don't know what to make of that. Well, because he realized, Mike, that, you know, listen, these guys are human. They, they're, they're tight. They're hearing all this stuff. I mean, you know, we think that it doesn't affect these guys. But Arthur, of, I mean, I think, you know, doesn't the coach, I mean, we've never, we've never said he's lost the locker room. I was just no. kind of blown away that Arthur, the big Arthur comes in with that stuff. Well, it was a risky I, take. I mean, you know, the first drive of the game, we had an opportunity to, you know, we hit the run. <laughs> I think, I think coach said it. And then coming from the owner, maybe it hmm. was uh, a little bit more emphasis. Yep. Whatever. We won that game, right? We won the Colts yes, game. Yes, we did. So uh, maybe, maybe he needs to do that before the Saints game. Hey, man, it's Dukes and Bell. Uh, Momentum we- of that certainly didn't help us because we needed to get the lead. That's what we were trying <laughs> Come on, Chris. Now, Chris, Chris is being truculent with the audio. Yes, he is. Yes, very much so. Let's talk about this Pat McAfee thing. Mike, you brought it up yesterday. I want to play the audio for our listeners. Hmm. This is where uh, he basically apologizes. For Aaron Rodgers, who basically called out Jimmy Kimmel and said, oh, he's going to be on the list with, you know. Yeah, I mean, you basically, you know, they got a beef because Jimmy Kimmel's taking some comedic shots at Aaron Rodgers. As we know, Aaron Rodgers is very thin-skinned. And then he took a shot saying that basically a lot of folks are nervous about this Epstein list because, yes, you'll be linked to a pedophile and perhaps you committed a crime when you're on his island. Jimmy Kimmel obviously has never, ever been uh, on the island and said on Twitter, I've I've never even met Epstein. I'm going to sue you if you pursue this which also falls under the banner of Cap City's Disney. And I'm sure there were some tight sphincters at Disney headquarters, so McAfee tried, Carl, to issue an apology. Yeah, let me ask you this, and this is just my guess. Jimmy Kimmel's been on late night, whether you like him or not, on ABC for 25 years. Yeah. My guess is, Mike, he's got clout. He draws a little bit more water than Pat McAfee. Yes, and that's where I'm going with this. So here's McAfee's attempt to apologize. We obviously don't like the fact that we're associated with anything negative ever. We like our show to be an uplifting one, a happy one, a fun one, but it's because we talk and try to make light of everything. Mm-hmm. Some things, obviously, people get very off about, especially when they're that serious allegations. So we apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this. That's not happening. No, that's and that's jive. And this is what happened. Look, we do what we do, and we have fun, and sometimes we're sophomore. But if you put Barstool Sports on a network, this is what you're going to get. You know, and Aaron Rodgers ran his mouth totally out of line. If McAfee says this, he's probably suspended because it would have been employee-on-employee violence, Carl, under ABC Disney's umbrella. And it's just, with all due respect, it's weak sauce. 
I mean, you don't link. There's things you can joke around about. You know, a guy, oh, I bet this guy, you know, hardy har, he likes to party. He likes, but when you, when you mess, mess with, like, underage girls and sex, that's, that's, not a, that's a comedy killer, some would say. Yeah, no place for it. Hey, man, let's hear from Trey Young talking about this team and the ability to be more aggressive late in games as the Hawks found a way to get it done last night, 141-138. Maybe it was because they was in the bonus early in the fourth and didn't want to give them free throws, but um, we still got to be more aggressive and just late in games when they're trapping me, guys got to be continue to be aggressive and um, and we'll continue to get better at, at it. And uh, like I said in there, I'm just glad we, we can learn off a win. One, two, three, four, five, six guys, seven guys in double figures last night for the Hawks, including Big O who had 11, but it was the 28 points by Jalen Johnson. As Mike alluded to, 11 for 18. Mike, that's efficient from the field. Right. Four for four from the free throw line. He didn't miss one. He grabbed one, two, three, seven boards last night. Jalen Johnson was all over the floor. I mean, there's a sequence where you got Jalen Johnson makes a 12-foot jump shot, makes a 24-foot three-point shot, then a little bit later, slam dunk. I mean, it's everything you want, It's and it's intensity on both ends. And that's the thing. If, if you could just bottle up what Jalen Johnson's got and stick it into <laughs> – DeAndre Hunter's Valentine, you'd have something there. We're flat. <laughs> yeah, yes. No, he is. There, yeah, there, there are times where he is, not, not Jalen Johnson. And by the way, speaking of playing loose, he's playing loose. Correct. Like he's he's he, Jalen doesn't have any worries whatsoever. He's just like, where are we going? What are we playing? Oh, you want me to go get that right. rebound? He is playing so loose, and that is part of why I think he's having how, success. How nervous, though, were you like me when Isaiah Joe – Puts up that three-point shot. It was wide open. I mean, I really well-designed play. We'll get into it a little bit later and Guy talk about why there were so many delays in that game, including one that had to do with two players having basically identical names on the Thunder. <laughs> All right, coming up, we're going to go around the NFL. Josh Allen struggles under pressure this season. Is it going to matter as they have a big game against Miami? Miami needs to get healthy. We'll talk about that and also other things going on around the NFL as we head into week 18 next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. No, just trying to find creative ways to get <laughs> angles. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. network. 